Okay, everybody. Welcome to our weekly Torah podcast. This week's parsha is Kisavo, and this podcast is dedicated in the memory of Herschel Ben David, Harold Pasternak, father of our good friend Michael Pasternak. This week's parsha, parsha's Kisavo, is always read the second last week of the year. The Gemara tells us this has the Tochacha, the section of the reproof, the terrible punishments that befall the Jewish people when they don't keep the mitzvahs properly. And it tells us that the significance of reading it before the end of the year is that all the curses of the past year should come to a close and the upcoming year should be a year of bracha, a year of blessing. But I think there's an interesting point, both at the beginning of the parsha and at the end of the parsha, that also have a lot to do with the idea of the upcoming year, bringing the year, the present year, to a close. Simcha, joy, happiness, is something that seems to be in top so much, so many people's minds. One of the principles of this country was the United States was built on was life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Everybody wants to be happy. I think, though, if you ask people to define happiness, many have a little bit more of a difficulty with that. Many people might define happiness as something with financial security or a life of pleasure, a life of different types of things that may people refer to as fun. But again, the reality is so much of what people define as happiness is so temporary. Financial security, at some sense, at some point, all the money the person can have, there's no guarantee to bring happiness. We probably all know people that have a lot of money that are not necessarily very happy, and people that have very little money, for that matter, that might be very happy. Well, familiar with the idea, Pirkei Avos teaches us, Ezu Asher Sameach Mechalko, who is the person that's truly wealthy, the person that rejoices, that's happy with his lot. It doesn't really say that he's satisfied with his lot, but it says that he's happy with his lot person can be happy with what he has, regardless of how much it might be or how little it might be. The idea of simcha, the idea of joy, is something which, again, it's something we want to pursue, we want to be able to have it, but it seems like almost an elusive goal to many people. If you can't define it, it's going to be very difficult. The reality is happiness is not a goal in and of itself. Happiness is something that comes as a byproduct of the effort in reaching meaningful goals in the course of our lifetime. The first thing in the Parsha this week is the mitzvah of Bikurim, the mitzvah of the first fruits that grow in Eretz Yisrael, the land of Israel. And Eretz Yisrael is a land blessed with seven species, Eretz Chita Usora, Gefen, Teina, Rimon, Shemen, Udvash. It's a land of flowing with, it's a land of, well, flowing with milk and honey, but the specific seven species are wheat and barley, Grapes, figs, pomegranates, olives, and dates. And when a person grows these seven species in Israel, each year, the first crops, the first fruits of the crop, he takes and brings them to Eretz Yisrael, brings them to Yerushalayim, rather, and brings them to the Beis to the Kohen. And then there's a special mitzvah of Kriya. He says a few psukim as he gives these fruits over to the Kohen. Psukim are telling he says that Arami Ovid Ovi Rayyur Bitsaimu. These are the same Psukim that we say at the Haggadah when during the on Pesach Seder. Arami, which generally is understood to mean Lavan, Arami, Lavan, the Aramean 
tried to destroy our forefather Yaakov. He went out to Mitzrayim, went down to Egypt, and he went down with his family, only a few people, relatively speaking, 70 people total. But there he became a great, strong, and many, and a, and a numerous people. From the time they left Mitzrayim, left Egypt, there are approximately 3 million Jews. That's not including all the Jews that died in the days of darkness. They, 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 they multiplied tremendously over there. During the course of those years that were in Egypt, the Egyptians beat us, they persecuted us, and they enslaved us. We cried out to Hashem, and Hashem heard our voices and saw our affliction, saw our, our oppression. He took us out of Mitzrayim with a strong hand and an outstretched arm, with all kinds of amazing miracles and wonders, and then finally brought us to this place, this land, a land flowing with milk and honey, and now I have brought the first fruit of the ground that you have given me, Hashem. And then after saying these psukim, you lay the bikurim down before Hashem, your God, and you bow down before Hashem. And the passage concludes, V'samachta b'chalatov asher l'cha Hashem You shall rejoice over all the good that Hashem, your God, has given to you and to your family. You and the levi and the, and the, and the ger, the, the stranger that were in your midst. So, in other words, the goal of the mitzvah bikurim is to be able to rejoice over all the good that we have. Now, what exactly is it that we talk about Mitzrayim, about Egypt, when we bring the fruits? We're talking about the fact that we have beautiful fruits in the land right now. We want to thank Hashem for the fruits. Why are we going through a little bit of history lesson over here? What happened in Mitzrayim? Yaakov had a difficult time, and they went down to Egypt, and they're there for a period of time, and they were enslaved, and they suffered tremendously. Hashem, we cried out. Hashem heard our prayers, and finally brought us to this place over here. Why is it necessary to talk about Mitzrayim? The Torah is teaching us one of the ingredients to be able to achieve simcha, true happiness, true joy. And that comes from appreciation. When we appreciate what we have, we're able to feel a sense of simcha, a sense of joy, a sense of happiness. And it's not just stuff to realize, yeah, we have it now, wonderful. But we have to go through all the difficulties and challenges to be able to reach this point. And we have to remember those challenges. We can't forget the challenges because when we realize how much effort went into, into, into reaching where we are right now, that brings a tremendous sense of simcha, a tremendous sense of, sep, of, ha- of happiness. And that's part of how that happiness comes. The more we think about it, the more we realize the difficulties and challenges we have to overcome to reach where we are right now, at that point, that's when we're able to feel a sense of simcha, the greater sense of simcha, the greater sense of joy. The more difficulties there were, the more we think about that, the greater we'll be able to appreciate what we have, and that appreciation brings tremendous simcha, tremendous sense of joy. That's why we talk about what happened to Yaakov, the difficulties he had to go through, and he went down to Mitzrayim, went down to Egypt, which was not easy, and then went, and they multiplied many, many fold over there, which in itself was not something which is difficult. But there, all those people were enslaved in Mitzrayim. They suffered tremendously. And many of them died during the course of the persecution in Mitzrayim. And finally they went out. It doesn't mention this, but we had to go through the 40 years in the desert. Further challenges. Till finally, finally we came to Eretz Yisrael. And coming to Eretz Yisrael again also it wasn't, wasn't simple. They had to fight the nations, the seven nations, to be able to come into the land of Eretz Yisrael. It took seven years of fighting, seven years of conquering, till they were able to take the land. And eventually the land became ours and we were able to grow until this day when a person brings the fruits, he feels everything everything that had happened till now. 
Thank you, Hashem. Thank you for everything you've done for us till this day right now. That's the key to simcha, the key to enjoyment, to be able to appreciate what it is that we have. Now, lest you think that simcha is something which is a nice thing to perhaps to, to, to try to achieve. Yeah, but some people go through life, maybe they might not be very happy. Unfortunately, probably many majority of people today are not really happy. If you take in different different countries, they've taken polls about the type of how many people are really happy, and the majority of people, unfortunately, are not very happy. We live in a society today where there's so much stress, there's so much depression because of that, so much anxiety because of that, so many, so much, so much, so, so many people, unfortunately, are in different types of therapy to be able to, to be able to to be able to overcome depression, to be able to achieve some sense of simcha. Sometimes we, we, we look, we long for the ability to be, able to, to be able to appreciate simplicity in our lives. But again, it's okay, some people don't have it. What's so terrible? It's a nice thing to have. We see later on Torah, it's not like that though. And we see in the section about the reproof, the terrible punishments, if you don't keep the mitzvahs of Hashem. The Torah tells us that if you don't keep the mitzvahs, and then it tells us 98 curses that befall the Jewish people when they don't keep the mitzvahs properly. And the Torah is very graphic in its portrayal of these different types of these different types of punishments. As far as the, the crops, agriculturally speaking, the rains are not going to fall, the, the earth is not going to produce grain properly, it's not going to produce itself, that it, do, that, it does, that it does come forth from the earth will, be, will, will, will not be a good quality. Even things that you do plant, the enemy will come and invade your land, and they'll eat the fruits that you've planted for yourself. The houses and the homes that you've built for yourself, the enemies will overtake and destroy. It goes literally from one level to another level. People will die, and animals will come, and the wild animals will will, will attack. It, it it's it's terrible. It's interesting because, you know, certainly we, we understand God to be a God of compassion. It's difficult for us to be able to attribute so much suffering to a compassionate God. But the, tra- the truth is, Torah tells us this. It, it spells it out very clearly that this compassionate God that's willing to willing to listen, willing to be patient and accept our tshuva and everything like that. But at some point in time, God says, okay, enough is enough. And the Torah tells us quite clearly and quite explicitly the terrible punishments that will befall the Jewish people when they if they don't keep the mitzvahs properly. What's fascinating is that in the middle of the in the in the in the middle of all this punishment, the Torah tells us, Do you want to know why this is happening to you? The reason this is happening because you failed to serve Hashem, your God, with simcha, with joy, and with, with out of a sense of a sense of happiness, with the abundance of everything that you had. Hashem said, I gave you so much and you didn't appreciate it, you didn't enjoy it. Now, that should be a difficult thing to understand. Because we didn't enjoy it, that's the reason for all the terrible punishments that befall the Jewish people. The explanation, I think, is that happiness is not just a nice thing to have. We have to find happiness in life. In the mitzvahs, the mitzvahs are meant to be able to create a connection between God and the Jewish people. It's not just the fulfillment of what he's of instructions, but by fulfilling these instructions, it gives purpose to our life. It gives us a sense of completion, a sense of accomplishment in the course of our life. When a person doesn't feel joy in the performance of mitzvahs, they become dry. 
and it becomes difficult. He may do them out of rote and continue to do them because everybody else does them because he's used to doing them like that. But he doesn't get any feeling, doesn't get any joy, doesn't get any excitement out of the performance of the mitzvah. And when that happens, inevitably things will start, things will start falling apart. They'll cut corners over here, maybe it's not so important. He won't pass it on to his children properly, and the children won't their children see the parents grumbling and, and doing things just because they feel they have to do it. And the child perhaps said, Why should I bother doing it at all if that's the case? Inevitably, when a person lacks simcha, lacks joy in the performance of mitzvahs, Inevitably, they're going to fall apart, and he will not. He, will, he won't eventually come to desert and to, to abandon the performance of mitzvahs, and that's why the punishments come. So, if we track it down to the source, the reason why the person may not be keeping the mitzvahs, it's because he lacks simcha, because he lacks that sense of joy. That simcha, that joy, is something which is so important because it gives chiyus, it gives a sense of, of of enjoyment to our to what we have. It gives a sense of, of appreciation for our relationship that we have with Hashem. How fortunate we are. We can make a bracha in the morning. Thank God for making me a Jew. Thank God you may be different than other people don't have the mitzvahs, don't have the relationship that we have with the Almighty. How, how, how it gives us a certain sense of joy. And every single mitzvah is an opportunity for joy. Every single mitzvah that we perform is an opportunity for us to be able to feel a sense of, of, of wonderment, amazement. So how, how the greatest, deepest pleasure we can possibly imagine. The rabbis required us to make a bracha before all different types of pleasures in this world, before eating, before different types of things. Again, the same idea. It's there to create nothing taken for granted. We have food. We have a variety of food. We have something we can enjoy. You know, thank you, Hashem. Make a bracha before eating. Make a bracha after eating. Make a bracha before all the different things during the morning blessings we make. Thank you, Hashem, for giving my eyesight. Thank you, Hashem, for allowing my body to function properly. Thank you, Hashem, for allowing me to be able to stand up on my own two feet and be able to walk without assistance. Every single thing is a source of a bracha because it's a source of being being happy, rejoicing what my, what I have. And when I have that sense of joy, I feel more connected to Hashem. I feel motivated to perform, to fulfill the mitzvahs that He gave us. It's no it's no coincidence that this is the posik, this is the parsha which is read shortly before Rosh Hashanah. Because as we come out of the year, and so we've had challenges over the course of the past year. And it's difficult, perhaps. But we look forward, look forward though. It's important to look forward to a life of simcha, to a life of joy, to satisfaction, to excitement. We want to have that sense of excitement in order to be able to, to, be able to connect, to be able to feel that relationship with Hashem. That's perhaps the most cent- the central point, the beginning of the parsha, the idea of teaching us how we're supposed to be besim, how we're supposed to be rejoicing, and the importance at, at the end of the parsha that chas if we don't have that joy and we abandon the mitzvahs, the terrible punishments that befall the Jewish people. And the goal eventually is, of course, to learn from that and to be able to find that sense of excitement, that sense of, of, that sense of pleasure to be gotten in all the performance of all the different mitzvahs that we do. We should be zorcha, we should merit to be able to find that simcha, to find that excitement in the performance of mitzvahs and the, and the ability of being able to serve Hashem properly. And by so doing, we all be zorcha, merit to be able to enjoy a good and happy upcoming year. God willing, have a great week. We hope to be able to see you all next week. Ever think about starting your own podcast? The Maverick Podcasting Network makes creating and running your podcast easy and fun. Visit maverickpodcasting.com to get started today.